0: This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This beautiful Thursday, January 30th. We welcome you. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. How, you might ask, would that happen? Well, it's because we read the Bible, spend some time in a chapter of the Bible, read it, meditate on it, talk to Jesus, uh, you know, do a morning devotion kind of thing. Sometimes people read it at night before they go to bed, read it the next morning when they get up, a lot of different ways you can do it. And then we come down to the studio here at the Merritt Island campus uh, of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then talk about wherever God leads us. We don't have a predetermined direction we're going. We're just going to read the chapter and see what happens. My co-host today is Pastor Brian, David G- Brian Moore.
0: That guy. Good morning. How are you? are doing, you, Pastor Brian? I'm well. Thanks for Good having deal. me.
1: You took uh, Pastor David Gammon's place. For those of you who are used to hearing Pastor David Gammon on Thursdays, yep. he is uh, w- doing wedding stuff today. And so Pastor Brian's uh, standing in for him.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. sitting. I'm sitting. Sitting in sit-in. I'm squeezing in over here. That's before. from my
1: childhood, my teens, my
0: 20s. Sit-ins. Sit-ins. Oh yeah. Yes. That was a flower tough power.
1: Era. Flower power.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so what's up?
0: Oh, what's up? Uh, we're, uh, you know, we're going to get into chapter. We'd love for you to do that with us. Uh, Pastor Dan explained that we that we read the chapter and we breathe whatever God breathes on. We share on the air and we'd love for you to be a part of that with us. You can get a devotion guide or uh, where we're headed. Uh, we're actually in the middle of. We're day 18 of a 21-day yeah. time of seeking together, and so we have built onto the East Coast Christian Center app as well as our website a devotion, so there's a key verse every day and a chapter, and so we're bouncing around a little bit uh, for these 21 days from different chapters around. Typically, we might go through a book, like kind of top to bottom in a book, but right now we're bouncing around, so you really need to get on to the website, eccc.us, and uh, click on the Daily Devotion there, or click on our Morning Breath link or the podcast link, and it'll get you to a list of chapters of where we're headed and where we've been. You could also call the church office, 321 452 1060. And uh, leave your information there uh, with our uh, receptionist, and they'd be happy to send you out a devotion guide via email or snail mail if you like. Really, we want you to get on board with the, the Word of God, and it will change your life. So uh, let's do it together.
1: Absolutely. And and we love this first part of the year, 21 days of prayer and fasting and all that. There is actually a video that goes yeah. with each day as well. So if you get onto that website, the Pastor Brian said, ECCC.us, you can uh, read the devotion there. And then at the bottom, there's a a link to the story behind the devotion, yeah. and somebody tells you why they're really sharing what they're sharing in that in that devotion, how their life was impacted by maybe something. We also have this weekend upcoming service. It's called Team Weekend. Wear your favorite jersey or hat or the hat of your favorite team shirt, whatever it is. Um, it doesn't have to be football, It'll be hockey or baseball or, or anything, any sport that you'd like out there. We'd love to have you uh, just, it's just going to be a fun day. It's the end of our devotion, and we got some cool things planned in the service, and and so we're going to get the Word. It'll be great. We'll worship and get the Word, and Jesus will be there, but we're also going to have a little fun because it's yep. you're allowed to have fun in church, right, Nick? Yep. Okay, just checking. <laughs> yep. I thought I heard Nick snoring a moment ago. No. No, he's awake. I we'll caught make... him. Just sprung right
0: up. The nice little uh, computer thing he's got going on there. Yeah, so that's changed new. The, changed we got, the interface there or something. Yeah, we got
1: a new—well, it's actually a u- used new computer. Mm-hmm. Put in a different computer we had in here because the other one kept dying. Yep. And uh, the program kept dying. So we
0: upgraded we the program. We don't this program to die. We upgraded the
1: computer. Yep. <clears throat> Glory to God. Sweet.
0: We're going to get in Matthew chapter 20 today. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm in, oh, sorry. I'll, I'll let you
1: No, no. I'm going to read uh, the New King James. You're going to Oh, read? yeah, I'm
0: going to read the New Living Translation. Yeah,
1: we're, b- we're both New. New. New, and so uh, split it up for me.
0: All right, there's 34 verses. Uh, How about if we do that after 16? I got a little break after 16. Me too, it's perfect. All right, there's a lot of red in this chapter, but I'll get you started, Pastor Dan. Is that all right? Yeah, All right, get you started, Pastor Dan. Read, sir.
1: For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the 11th hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to the steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. When they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour. And you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me, for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last, for many are called but few are chosen.
0: All right, verse 17 of Matthew 20. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to them or what was going to happen to him. Listen, he said, we're going up to Jerusalem where the Son of God or the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die. Then they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, flogged with a whip and crucified. But on the third day, he will be raised from the dead. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. "What is your request?" he asked. She replied, "In your in your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and one on your left." But Jesus answered by saying to them, "You don't know what you're asking. You're able to drink. From, are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink?" "Oh yes," they replied. "We're able." Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or on my left. My Father has prepared those places for the ones He has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. But even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as ransom for many. As Jesus and the disciples left the town of Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting beside the road. When they heard that Jesus was coming that way, they began shouting, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Be quiet, the crowd yelled at them, but they they only shouted louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. When Jesus heard them, he stopped and called, what do you want me to do for you, Lord? They said, we want to see Jesus felt sorry for them and touched their eyes instantly. They could see then they followed him
1: Ah, uh, uh, men, new living man yeah, what did new living call the money they got for working
0: <clears throat> um it says their hired their daily wage
1: it doesn't say for for an amount of money or a a, it's coin. a daily wage
0: okay, yeah, interesting.
1: Well, it was a daily wage, and yeah. if you look that denarius up, that's it. Actually, was about what they got paid for a day's wages. then. so, it wasn't an unfair deal from the beginning. It was a good deal. Um, I think it's pretty cool that the landowner keeps going back out. Yeah, and I, I just want to, I want to throw. I spent really all my time on, on the beginning of this chapter. Um, I do know the rest of the chapter because I've done this before. You know, on Morning Breath. So I've got a little background on the others that we can go to if we'd like. I just kept looking at this thing here. Number one, the first thing I think we've got to recognize is this is coming out of Jesus talking about this uh, thing in verse twenty-nine. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or—and this is twenty-nine of the chapter before—and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and last first. And then he tells this parable. Yeah. And then he goes right back to the same thing, for many will be first and last. Yeah. This parable is not apart from what it was what he was talking about before. It's actually an explanation of it. Yeah. And so when he says that, you know, you got a hundredfold return coming, one of the things he's saying here is he does not owe you a hundredfold return. Yeah. <clears throat> you gotta get that right away. Even though if you're one of those people that believe that God is super generous and and that you know, there's prosperity and blessing that God has for you in your life. It, if if God has that for you, it's not because he owes you that. Yeah. It's a gift, not a debt. Yeah. Just like your salvation is a gift, not a debt. You don't work for it. And even though there is in this chapter what appears to be reward for work, this is not buying or paying for salvation. So I thought that was all pretty cool, and I think we got to— we got to keep that in mind here. This is this is based on grace, not debt. But what I thought was cool, and you think about maybe the one when we're going out and looking for the, the person that, that needs Jesus in, in our life that we're reaching out to, I thought it was interesting. The landowner went out early, went out at the third hour, yeah. went out at the sixth hour, went out at the ninth hour, went out at the eleventh hour. And then everybody got the same reward. That means, in other words, if God gives you his all, he can't give you any more. Yeah. And what they don't see here is God's giving, paying the full fare to every man. Jesus gave his all, he can't give you any more. And so whether you've been saved 40 years or you've been saved for 40 minutes, salvation is the same. You get the same salvation, which is incredible, the other thing I'd just like to say, the guys who complained because they only got a denarius and they bore the heat of the day, um, I think what they missed is they missed, and I'm going to say something here that means a lot to me, they missed this truth. They had an opportunity to walk with God longer. Wow. They had an opportunity to serve God longer. Yeah. They had an opportunity to be in his kingdom longer. They did not get less for starting earlier. Wow. They got more. And they just missed it that, you know, and so we should be super grateful for being in his kingdom when we are, not complain because we didn't get as much as a guy that got saved on his deathbed. You know, oh, you got the same as I did. No, he didn't. You got the same salvation, but you got the opportunity to walk and live for God for for years. And I tell you, that's very moving if you really see that.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible <laughs> reward, like, you know, the. The thought of getting to walk for years and years and years intimate with Jesus and get to see all the things that you get to see and walk in the blessing of God for, uh, you know, many years of your life compared to in the last moments like that. Just
1: think about, I mean, just take my life. If you erase the last 40 years of my life and put it back in the world, and I lost all that I I look at right now that God did in my life or maybe even through my life, if I lost all (laughs) that— that would be a that would be a huge loss yeah um you know who knows where my family would be who knows where some people would be um and so i you know that, that is tremendous reward absolutely and these guys just didn't see the value of the work you know they only saw the value of the reward yeah and and the the truth is in many cases the work is the reward wow. and so uh, you know i don't know i just i just spent some time here the other thing i thought about here you know, I'm a late comer. You're a late comer. In some ways, if this is this could be talking about Jews and Gentiles, <clears throat> that the Jews were picked first, and you know they they complained, and you know uh, it was it was a it didn't work out as good for many of them as as we would have liked. But the truth is not that they're lower than us; that we're all all equal at the cross. Yeah, Jesus makes all men equal, good. Jew and Gentile alike. The thing that I think has thrown people off, and I, and I don't know if I've got an answer this morning and thrown me off many times before, but it says the last will be first and the first last. That's not as hard to understand, mm. but many are called and fewer chosen. I've heard a lot of jibber-jabber on that that I'm not sure I liked, Yeah. but let me just share one other way of looking at it. So everybody's out there looking for a job, right? And Jesus goes out early in the morning and hires a group. Many are called, but few are chosen. Yeah. Then he goes out at at and the third hour and he hires another group. Let's put it this way: more, m- many are still called, but more are chosen then. Yeah. Then he goes out at the sixth hour, the ninth hour, the eleventh hour. Yep. And more and more get pulled into the kingdom each time. Out of the main group, and I don't know how the main group was picked, here's something that somebody once said, that the Roman army actually uh, was not, you were not conscripted or drafted into the Roman army. You were chosen. It was an honor. It was a privilege. And so from age, I think it was 14 to 45, you had to be prepared for service in the military. And so you would train. And it was training was part of your life, you know, to to do all the things. And then every year, every every tribe or group would present all of their soldiers who trained, you know, at certain times during the whole year before the heads of the legions and the legions would pick. They would pick the four best soldiers from each tribe and put them forward So head of the first legion would get first choice. He'd take the best one. But in the next four, the head of the second legion would get best choice. And so they would just rotate and they would pick. Many are called. They're all called to military service, right. but not all are chosen for military service. Right. But just because they weren't chosen that year, from, from 14 to 45, they were presented. And then they might have not gotten chosen until they were 33. And so just because, you know, it isn't saying that, oh, the, you're, just because you weren't picked at the early hour yeah. doesn't mean you're going to be picked at the third hour, sixth hour, ninth hour, eleventh hour. And I don't know. I just thought it was a pretty cool way of kind of explaining that when it says here, many are called but few are chosen, it's not kind of painting the picture that, oh, you know, God didn't choose you and so you're out. Yeah. No. It just may be not the season yet for your you know choosing your 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 uh, you know your choosing, but all are called all are all are getting ready, all are in line, and uh you know some of them if you don't train, you don't lean in, you're not gonna go, and if you don't respond to the voice of God and say no to his salvation, you're not gonna go, yeah, but there's an opportunity just like. Just like me, I didn't get saved till I was, what, 20, 26 years old or huh. whatever it was. Yeah, 26, I'm 66, 40 years ago. Wow. I didn't get saved till I was 26. Yeah. I heard the gospel probably five or six really clear times in my life before then. And then then I got saved. You got a lot to say. I can say it's just rolling around there. I, I heard, Spit it out.
0: I heard the gospel a lot of times before I gave my life to Christ, <laughs> too. And uh, I'm thankful for the years that I've, you know, I got saved when I was 22. So, you know, and I'm 43 now. So 21 years, I, I can't I can't imagine not in, enjoying those 21 years in my family and all that it's done and you know, all the gospel is done. I like in this in this same chunk of um, scripture in verse 13, it says, He answered one of them, <laughs> Friend, I haven't been unfair. And he calls these guys who are working in the field with him friend, yeah. you know, that he's yeah. hired to come and do the life with him and to you know, spend a day together and, you know, some would see, oh, he's just making them work, you know. But he calls the workers friend, you know, and um in, in light of us being in the kingdom and this is a picture of, you know, mm. working in the field, I wanna be thankful to be in the field. You know what I mean? Whether I'm in the field in the first in the first hour or cool. all day or the last hour, I want to enjoy the field as friend, um, alongside the uh the one who hired me. Yes. And um we sometimes can miss that. We can we can miss the 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 opportunity that God would call you friend—that that the one who hired you and and drew you in, still calls you friend. You might be in the field and you've been working all day, and you feel like you've been cheated out of something. You know what? He still calls you friend. Like he wants to—he wants to show you better. He wants to show you that you know what I've given you. I've given you an incredible blessing. Let's do this together. Let's let's do this yes. in friendship and not a man i'm lacking and the trap of comparison is so deadly oh, like come on. if we're not careful we'll we'll get wrapped up in the what i didn't get or what i deserve and what i haven't re- seen yet or haven't seen come to pass and this could be something simple as you're believing for healing in someone else you see them get healed and you're still believing on your side of the you you're just walking going why am i not getting it? and what about me god and mm. somebody else Good. receives something that they that they're believing for and you're not getting it yet or you see somebody get radically blessed somebody gets a new something a, buys a new house or a buys a new car and you're like, well, why can they afford that? And I can't. God, where I'm giving and I'm tithing and I'm doing this and look at me, look at all that I'm doing and they're getting and I'm not getting. And we have to be careful that we don't land in a place of going, I deserve because I work, right? My work is never going to be enough to earn something. And that could be as simple as even reading your Bible. I read my Bible to get. Or do you read your Bible to grow? Like, I want to grow, and out of growing, I will receive, right? Faith comes by hearing. We're going to grow in our faith. We're going to walk intimately as friend with God and not get stuck in going, I have to do. I'm going to—it just becomes so deadly. We can get into this enslaved thing, or we can just be jealous all the time, be critical, and all the things. None of that stuff's good. And so I would just challenge you out there. If you've found yourself at all looking across and going, "What about me? How did that happen for them and not for me?" I think it's time to press back into God, press back into friend, the one who hired you, the one who drew you out in the field, and just be found in the field, being happy and content, working in the field. And you know what? His blessing is enough every time.
1: You know what's wild about this, and because of the world we live in, is so counter to this, Pastor Brian. And I thought about it. You know, you come from a sports background and uh, sports contracts. Yeah, it's just like you know, you you get a contract. We read about them all the time or hear about them. Yeah. Five million dollars for whatever position you play in the football field, and then two years later, a guy gets a contract for eight million yep. for the same job. Yep. And you're like, well, I'm I playing me. for this no more. Yeah. But you signed a contract. Yeah. But and I get it in the sports field that a lot of times the teams are not as a you know that it's you got to kind of be every man for yourself because the teams every team for themselves and yeah. I get it, Yeah. but that's just the way our world is designed. And it does have to be a big deal sports contract, but you could you could be working at a job Anywhere. and you're making eleven dollars an hour and somebody gets hired in for eleven dollars an hour to start, yeah, and you've been working there for a year. Yeah. Wait a minute, yeah. what's going on here? And I get it. That's not I'm not saying that that's right or whatever, but I am saying that that does not transfer over to the kingdom. It doesn't transfer over to our relationship with God because it's not works. It's not debt. It's not earn. It's not owe. It's grace. It's mercy. I don't want to get in a pay-o-debt relationship with God because I can't—there's none—I don't— I don't have the
0: goods. Yeah, what's the other side look like? (laughs) You know, when I don't get what I deserve. Yeah, but praise God, I don't get what I deserve. Yeah, I don't want fair. Exactly, I don't want fair. Wages of sin is death, and fair is death. Yeah, we don't we don't deserve any of this. That this full day's pay pay that this person got for their full day, they probably didn't even deserve that.
1: (laughs) No, no. I mean, they got a good day's pay, and you know. And he says, "This is a thing that I think you got to be careful of here." When he says, friend, I am, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Then he says, take what is yours and go your way. How's that in verse 14 in the New Living? How's that say?
0: Take your money and go.
1: <laughs> See, that's a little bit more like it is in the original language. It's take yours and go. In other words, he's saying, look, yeah. don't pass up what I've offered you here. I've actually given you a fair and beyond fair. Again, if God gives you his all, how can he give you more? It's enough. It's more than enough. Nope. And so he says, you should take what I offered you. Because there's no better deal out there. There's no, you know, salvation is not found in any other name but the name of Jesus. You're not going to get this by working hard somewhere else or by fame or fortune or, you know, background or any of that other stuff. I think you should take this. This is a good
0: deal, you know, type of thing. Yeah, it keeps going. Like, you know, the the mom says, what about my boys? Can my my boys sit or whatever, you know, like horrible. It's the same. It's the same issue of not recognizing you don't know what you're asking for. You don't know. You're not, you're not entitled to that. Like how dare you ask almost like, but at the same time he asks later in the chapter and he goes, what do you want from me? Yeah. You know? And so he's willing to hear your ask Mm. and, you know, reward that and give you what you need and what you're asking for, but yet you have to understand how the process works. Like how does it how does it work? How does the system, how does the kingdom actually operate? And when you're trying to work outside of the kingdom operation it doesn't work and it's not best. And his best is oh. always better than our best. And so I don't know, we just have to be careful, I yeah. think, and how we, how we, and that's why we have friendship and we grow in relationship is so that we can understand the kingdom and how it works, because mm-hmm. there is great reward in working at the kingdom's way. We'll get to a, uh, we'll get back to this in a second. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira,
1: and Cocoa.
0: East Coast Christian Center would like to invite you to join us on a 10-day Israel Bible study tour led by co-pastors Dan and Matt Staubom. The trip will take place March 9th through the 18th, 2020. The total cost is $3,995. For more info or to register, sign up at eccc.us slash IsraelTrip. For over 30 years, C.B. Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. C.B. Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. C.B. Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs, 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee.
1: This is Morning, morning, Breath. morning, Breath. morning, Breath. morning Breath. Good morning, everybody. One more time. You know, th- today our devotion actually was going on compassion and talking a little bit about if, if you go through life with a, with a duty mindset or a work mindset or I got to get it done mindset or, you know, uh, you, you might miss an opportunity to minister to somebody. See, that works mentality as a driver. Jesus, though he did everything God wanted him to do, he did it with his mind on God and his mind on people. And, uh, and I'm a, you know, I, I, please don't take that as like brash that I know the mind of God. Um, I'm, I'm, I think that's how he did it. All right. I'm not saying I'm like the expert on all this, but Jesus, as he was going along at the end of this chapter, these two blind guys start yelling for help. And, uh, Uh his disciples and the multitude uh, say, leave him alone. Yeah. Jesus said, hold on, bring those guys over here. Why? Because Jesus allowed that compassion, the love of God that was shed abroad on his heart on the inside to move him. And he wasn't wrapped up in just doing or going. He paid attention to people around him. And if you'll just do that today, I think maybe you could have a great encounter with somebody and God in the middle of that as well. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you,
0: Pastor Brian. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.